0: This podcast, "She's y Conviviendo, a podcast series where we'll talk about topics from culture, politics, and self-care from the Latinx college student's point of view. And check with social distancing guidelines, we're recording remotely, so we'll go around and introduce ourselves. My name is Jenny, and I'm the Raza Outreach Coordinator for Mecha. My pronouns are she, her, and hers, and I'm a second year here at WU. My name is Priscilla España, my pronouns are she, her, hers, and I'm the Intern Political Action Chair for Mecha and I'm a first-year student at WU.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Yasmin Hernandez, pronunciation or hers. I am the internal culture for Metro the WU, and I'm currently a fourth-year student.
0: On today's podcast, we are going to talk about the upcoming election season and important days you should know about. We'll be discussing ways to stay motivated and share some helpful tips to combat stress and procrastination. And we'll also be keeping things lighthearted and sharing some of our favorite stories from WOOP. Starting off today, Yasmina is going to tell us a little bit about what we need to know in order to be more informed.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to give everyone a reminder that the primaries are coming up in May for the presidential election. And why I wanted to remind everyone to register to vote. Um, if you've moved, to update your address so you can get your ballot in the mail. Also... Um, I want to remind everyone that Oregon's primaries are actually post primaries, and what that means is that you have to be registered with the political party in order to vote in the primary. So if you identify as a Democrat, you make sure to register and update your registration so that you will be able to vote for the candidate under that name.
0: Do you know until it, when people are able to register to vote, like when, when's the deadline for that? That's a good question, Jenny.
1: Um, the deadline to register in Oregon is actually April 28th, which is this coming Tuesday, and it's easy to register to vote. It only takes two minutes of your time, and you can go to beregistered.org, and it'll direct you right to where you need to register to vote here in Oregon. So it's really simple and easy.
0: Another thing that I wanted to touch on is, like, talking about, Like what's the importance of voting despite there only being one Democratic candidate running, and vice versa with like the only Republican candidate. So it's Joe Biden for Democratic side, and then there's Donald Trump for Republican.
1: I think that we're all just general to vote to make sure that your voice is heard. You want to make sure that even though there is one candidate, you want to be able to vote. And it also becomes a pattern like if you vote in a regular election you're never going to forget to vote they'll be like oh yeah it's time to vote and you'll look for your ballot and stuff it's just important to make it a pattern to vote each time there is because sometimes you might forget and also just voting for a candidate um, will show that you actually spark interest and there's equal people who actually care about voting and you they'll if you show that you support them they'll be more likely to incline and show views that you're aligned with too. So they'll be open to new ideas and stuff like that too.
0: Instagram asked us, like even though we've kind of t- touched base on it, why do you vote and what keeps you motivated to vote?
1: I think for me personally, I vote because I know I have the privilege to do so and not everyone in my community has the privilege to do so. So I feel like my vote doesn't just represent me but it represents my parents, my friends, those are undocumented folks who I live with in my community. So, casting my vote is for everyone. And it's like we're trying to get people who support our communities to be in public office so that there's legislation that supports us in the long run. So, it's very important for me personally.
0: I think I, I definitely agree with Yasmin. I also vote because um, I know a lot of people in my personal life who can vote. So people like my parents or like my friends, it almost feels like my responsibility to like vote and like help ensure that my friends and family can like be safe and continue to live their life. I definitely agree with both of you. Something that I think about too is that, so it's going to be my first time that I'm eligible to vote because I'm finally old enough to do so. And no one else in my family right now is able to vote, even though I'm like the second child and- it's so I it's like a huge privilege and it's something that I'm like not going to take for granted because I know that there's so many people in our community who are not able to do so What do you all have to say with with like I feel like a lot of people in our community or just especially in our age age range aren't motivated to vote because they say our vote doesn't count like what does that mean when people ask that or say that I think, like, there's a lot of doubt because, like, once you start learning about the Electoral College, I mean, like, personally, for me, when I first learned about the Electoral College, I was like, whoa, my vote literally doesn't matter. So I think for me, like, that's where some of the doubt in voting comes from. And I could see, like, why some people may also, like, doubt the system. um, Because it's, it's very much, like, set up in a way where it seems like it almost gives, like, the individual very little power. I agree. I think it's, there's just so many things that, I feel a lot of people and I feel that the media feeds us this like idea our vote doesn't really count but it's just so important to encourage people and particularly students to be in the habit of voting and like realize that it's a privilege. Is there anything else you wanted to add Jasmine?
1: Yeah, I just wanted to add, like, sometimes we just think our vote doesn't matter, but there's, like, so many other elections that we forget about. There's not just the presidential one, like, there's local Mm -hmm. ones for the mayor, for the city council, and those impact us directly, like, firsthand, like, they're the ones making the choices, Sometimes we forget to vote for those, they decide whether our schools get funding or how much money they get, so, like, advocating for those and voting for those because those impact us more on a direct path than it were it to be a presidential election, which happens every four years. There's elections that happen every year in May and then in, in November. So making sure you vote for all of those because those can be even more impactful. And I feel like there's less people who even vote in those, those um, general elections that happen every year. So just reminding yourself to vote for those because those people are really influential within your community and you want to make sure that there's people there who actually are representing you and your interests.
0: Something that I think about a lot, you know, that saying, what keeps you up at night? Uh, something I often think about is imagine if every single person who is in the mentality of, my vote doesn't count, I'm not gonna vote, if those people actually voted, That's true. how different things would be. Like, I think about those things all the time, like, how different things would be potentially if more people use their voice. And, like, you know, voting is such a little small step but it's a step towards the right direction, in my opinion. That's so true. That's true. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. We're going to switch gears and talk about how we stay motivated as college students and give study tips during this interesting time in our lives. It, is, it definitely goes without saying that we're all going through something we never have before. And with this, many are experiencing a lack of motivation due to everything that is going on. So let's talk about that. How are y'all feeling in dealing with the amount of work you have as college students and working in a different way that we have ever before? For me, it's definitely been challenging. Um, I've never taken an online class before. And so going a full term with like all of my classes online has been really hard. I definitely
1: agree with Priscilla. It's been tough, like having all online courses in the past. I've taken one online course. But like having all my courses be online has been challenging to keep track of them because you don't really know what the expectations are. You don't really know what your professors like certain style is because you don't know them one on one. So you don't know how they are or like what you're expected to learn. Because a lot of mine are just like um, PowerPoints that I have to go through. So I don't know what's highlighted is important or what isn't. So it's just like difficult to try and balance that out and trying to understand that for myself. Um, yeah, I'm also very nervous for um, midterms since they are coming up. Me how too. that's gonna look like? So just trying to study and stay motivated, although it can be hard.
0: Yeah, all these things is easier said than done. For me, it's just so hard. Be like having a schedule, like with my time management. Even though I don't, I don't really have any like place I have to be physically. I feel that. Uh, some of the classes I'm taking now are harder and it's been kind of hard that it's online because you know I'm not with a professor or, like I'm not in the class so I'm not able to connect with peers or see like ask for help in person which is something I'm normally really good at like if I need help I'm like I'm someone who isn't shy to like raise my hand or ask the people around me but being in an online class I don't know my peers Uh. I just see their names, but I don't know who they are. So that's been really hard for me. I've been doing, I go on like in waves. Um, like there's some weeks where I feel that I've been so productive and using my time really wisely. And then I have some days where I'm just feeling super lazy, unmotivated. And I feel that happens sometimes when I'm like, I'm self-sabotaging my time. Because I know I need to do mm-hmm. something that's going to take me hours to do. So I purposely take way longer, like on my phone, way longer, like doing other things that I know I shouldn't be doing to avoid like working on my stuff. So something that I did that has worked for me is last week, I had a rough week with that. So I realized how much time I was spending on my phone and I deleted all the apps I had been spending so much time on. I deleted my Instagram Twitter and TikTok <laughs> I like discovered TikTok during this quarantine time and I'm like obsessed and it's just so it's crazy how like when you're scrolling it's a minute video so you think a minute video that's like nothing but time after time like it just kills my time completely yeah, they're so funny I love TikTok so it's so funny <laughs> follow me on tiktok <laughs> Jennifer, do I you make TikToks? tiktoks i yeah i kind of do i'm kind of into like it. dancing it's, yeah i do have some dancing ones it's fun like yeah, i never cool. thought i never thought i'd be a person to like make those dance ones i don't know but i i didn't even i made like a tiktok like three weeks ago like i i was one of the people i'm like oh, i'm not gonna do that but when i was home during spring break I wasn't able to go back to work and so I didn't have a job I was and then we were quarantining so I had nothing to do so I'm like okay I now I have time to spend spend my time doing things that just take up like my time so yeah but for me it's just acknowledging the things I'm doing to wait that are wasting my time and just like taking that away and taking a break from that so that has been helpful for me.
1: For me, one of the things that keeps me motivated is making a list of stuff that that I know that needs to be done by the end of the week and having that. And each time I finish a task, I reward myself. So it's something Mm -hmm. as simple as eating a chocolate or like getting an ice cream cone or something like something as simple as that to like have an incentive to actually finish my task on time, um, which is what I've been doing. And I guess it's kind of been helpful, even though I have been eating a lot of treats during this quarantine, which has been great, but that's the thing that I've been doing. (laughs) Yeah. So that keeps me motivated personally. And also just holding myself accountable and having my siblings hold me accountable too. I'm like, hey, did you do your homework? To my um, brother who's in high school, he's a freshman in high school. I'm like, did you do your homework? And he's like, yes, I did, did you? And I'm like, no, I haven't, or (laughs) yes, I have type of thing. Like doing that to keep us accountable is something that's also helpful.
0: That's so cute. I love that. Something that works for me too is like I give myself, I guess, office hours in the sense where I' like when I am being really productive, I give my, tone, my I give myself a specific time of when I'm so, like supposed to be sitting on my desk, when, what time I can take my break and how long I take my break because I'm like I get really distracted with the things around me, especially working like in my room. And just making sure that at that time is strictly with my schoolwork. Like I'm not gonna do my laundry in that time or I'm not gonna like start cleaning my room or something, like wasting my time. And like being productive in other ways is something that I do really good at when I don't wanna do my school stuff. So I just try to be really strict on myself and when I'm sitting and when I can have my breaks. And I try to, for me, like I don't really like doing homework in the evenings or doing any school stuff in the evenings. I like having those, for me so something that works for me is like wake sleeping early and like waking up earlier so I'm more productive during the day and then like past after like dinner time I just honestly don't really do anything which works for me that's interesting because I'm actually the opposite I like to have my mornings to be lazy
1: I watch some YouTube and like make some breakfast and then the evenings is when I sit down and I do all my assignments to get them done so I don't go to bed, to bed till late so it still feels like I'm a college student. We don't go to bed till late, like one in the morning. But I'm doing like what I usually would do at, back in school. So like having that routine. So we're like the opposite, which is interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean that just shows up for everyone. It's gonna look different how they work and what time they like to work and what helps motivate them. And it's honestly about taking the time to figure that out. Yeah,
1: finding what finding a balance is something that's important to keep motivated
0: it really really is what are some activities that y'all have been doing on your in your free time especially during this quarantine time where you can't really go out and leave your homes
1: for me personally i've been doing a zumba cool. with my mom so we've been on youtube and we find little zumba instruction things that we've been um doing zumba and like just for fun like for 30 minutes like me and my mom in the living room we just like dance around and act silly and just dance a Zumba while we're having fun, but we're also doing some exercise and we can't really go outside. We're staying, um, we have fun with that. Um, Just being silly and sometimes like my parents, my brother and my sister mm-hmm. watch to make fun of us, but I don't care. I'm just enjoying it, spending time with my mom and just doing something we both like. So that's what I've been doing. so been fun. fun. I love that.
0: That's cute. Yeah. For me, I've been I've been doing, like, a few different things that, like, kind of varies. I've been, like, making a lot. So, like, I made Snickerdoodle cookies the other night. Yum. Um, <laughs> Ooh, yum. And, like, I made banana bread and muffins. And, like, I'm making them from scratch, so I feel, like, super cool. That is cool. Um, <laughs> I'm, like, I want to make banana bread so bad. And I don't bake at all, so you should definitely send me the recipe you use. I want to make Chrissy Teigen's recipe. <laughs> Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, I want to she do She has that like too. a really famous yeah. banana recipe, banana bread recipe, and I want to try it so bad. Me so too. maybe that'll be my next project. You should, yeah. you should tell us <laughs> how it goes. For me, during my free time, I've just been trying to spend as much time like with my roommates and, like, getting to know them a little bit better, because I've, I've only been living here, like, since January, and winter term was really busy for me, so I didn't really make a whole, I didn't prioritize that winter term, but, so it's nice to be quarantining with people, which I really appreciate. Something that I've also been doing on my free time is making TikToks, even though I, it's been, like, four days that I deleted the app, but after this week I'm gonna <laughs> go back to it. It's really funny. I love like when I was home I was like pranking my mom and stuff. So that was just fun. Another thing that's been taking up a lot of my time, I'm so thankful that Animal Crossing came out the time that I did. It came out like right the beginning of spring break. So I've been spending so much time on that and I love it so much because I I guess I grew up playing Animal Crossing. I have I have a three D S and that was a game I was always obsessed with. So, like, I would still play it on my DS, like, here and there. But I had had the game for so long, it became a little boring. So, the t- the Animal Crossing on the Switch is so fun. So, I really, really love that.
1: I've been seeing everyone play Animal Crossing. It kind of makes me want to get on the trend and go and get it to play you on the should. Switch. You should. It's I don't know if so if fun. If
0: I fall into they it. Sl- the game is like such a glow up from the DS. Like, it's so much more fun, and there's so many cool things to do. Like, I love it. And I have like a lot of friends. You can find switches anywhere <laughs> That's true. You can but maybe find a love. light. You can maybe try to find a light, a Nintendo Switch light. Those ones, they kind of have some in stock. Like, I almost bought a Nintendo light, but then I found a friend, Cesar, who was selling, who sold me his Nintendo oh Switch. I bought his Switch. <laughs> Because he got the new Animal Crossing one, the special edition. Oh, okay. So he I was, was so excited. He was yeah, more than me, and it's so cute because Seth and I last year, during when we I kind of got to know him like fall term, we would play Animal Crossing with our DSs together like a few times. Oh. And now, <laughs> yeah. Aww. So I mean, I've been playing with some friends online Animal Crossing, and that's been fun too. We'll see if I join
1: the bandwagon
0: and yeah, download it on my brother's recommend <laughs> I went and looked at a website that had some extra tips for students who are studying from home and working from home and I'm just gonna read the list of things that they said are really helpful for us. So number one was get organized, two don't multitask. three divide it up, four is sleep, five set a schedule, six take notes, seven manage your study space, eight find a study group, nine ask questions. I definitely agree with the find a study group one um that's helped me a lot. So for one of my Spanish classes um I meet up with a classmate and we'll do Google Hangouts and do homework which is a really good way of like holding each other accountable and like you're both setting that time to do that homework. Um, So that's been really helpful for me is, like, finding a study group that you can do virtually. Message people that are, like, in your class um, and do that because I know that's helped me. So I think that's a good tip. That's a good point, Priscilla. I guess I hadn't really thought about reaching out to my classmates and, you know, because their emails show on Moodle to maybe ask them if they would do, like, a little study session or just having someone's contact information if I have any questions and I don't want to like miss like I want an instant answer type thing I think that's a good idea and I've just had I've been too shy to do so I'm going to try to encourage myself to do that especially with some of my harder classes that I'm taking this term another thing that I wanted to reiterate too is taking the time to email professors if you feel if you have any kind of questions or you have any concerns, I feel that like professors should understand. And I'm, my professors are very like understanding right now. I'm not sure how everyone's professors are at the moment. But even if you're worried about a deadline or you need extra time doing something, don't be shy to ask. For instance, I needed to extend like a deadline because I didn't have enough time because I forgot about an assignment and my professor was super cool about it and was just like, yeah, like, just turn it in tomorrow, so having communication, I think is really important, even though we kind of, during this time, we feel like we maybe don't really need a form of relationship with our professors, so I would really encourage anyone to do that, to try to still find that, just to still, be like, have that relationship help you through a class.
1: I think also, number three, dividing it up, like, having it, a deadline for each of them and like I said that kind of ties into like what I've been doing which is like rewarding myself after I divide stuff up like finishing a task and rewarding myself that's like a great way to also stay motivated which I really like.
0: Moving on to our next and final topic we wanted to just have something a little lighthearted to wrap this up. So we just wanted to kind of share about our past years or you know for Priscilla, her first year so far, of any woo, embarrassing <laughs> stories, or any like one of your most memorable experiences so far through Western?
1: I think for me, one of the embarrassing, something that comes to mind is that was embarrassing was my freshman year, fall term, my very first day of school. I, when I was trying to find my class, I walked into a class that I thought was mine, and I literally standing it for, like, 20 <laughs> minutes, and not realizing that it wasn't my class, so I didn't show up to my actual class that I needed to be at, so it was embarrassing having to walk out to, like, 20 oh, minutes no. into the class, which was really embarrassing <laughs> for me, so I was like, oh, no, But yeah, that's something what embarrassing that I'll never forget, and now I make sure to check. It was, like, an English class, so... There was actually two professors teaching English, but I was in the wrong professor's English class. So it was, like, awkward to be, have
0: to walk out of it. That's so (laughs) funny. That's so funny. I know I have, like, a whole bunch, but this one just kind of popped off right in my head because it happened, it was, like, one of the most, more recent ones. And it was, I believe, halfway of winter term. When, so I left a Mecha meeting early to go to a cycling class because my freshman year I was so into going to the cycling classes here at Western they're so fun and like 50 minutes and you get such a good workout so I I wasn't able to go to the like the, the cycling classes didn't really align with my schedule for winter term but I just I really wanted to do one and I go and I go to one and when I when you go to the gym you have to ask like the reception people if you can get like a little card so you can enter the class. And when I, okay, so I get the card and then I enter the class. And the class was full. Like the cycling class was so full. And that was so weird because my freshman year when I would go, there would no, never be more than 10 people. And I believe they have 40 bikes. So I was just really, really surprised. I'm like, I guess cycling got really popular. And <laughs> There is, like, some people standing, like, three girls standing who are, like, friends. They were looking for a spot to sit. Like, when I walked in, I still saw, I still saw like, three, four bikes available. And then there was, but there was the girls who hadn't sat yet. And I'm putting my stuff away. I'm, like, okay, cool, whatever. And when I'm, I'm literally standing, like, after I put my stuff away, there's no bikes available. I just, I, like, look around. And I'm, like, I was wearing my glasses. I'm, like, maybe I'm missing something. Cause they only hand out the amount of cards like per bike. So I asked the girl, I'm like, hey, is it me or is there no more bikes left? And she's like, no, I don't see one either. And the instructor, she looked at me and she's like, Did you bring a little card? And I'm like, Yeah. And so someone obviously like there was one person who didn't get a card and who like joined the class, but it's whatever. I was just kind of embarrassed because I was just standing there with not able to get a bike. And so fall term, I did a program called National Student Exchange in Puerto Rico. And when like one of the things that I learned there and really inspired me was to be a more kind person. I feel that the students over there like really supported each other and were so friendly all the time. And not to say that people at Western are mean, or anything but we just don't really have I feel like just students in general like I think this is like pretty not normal to like the culture in the U.S. is we're a little bit more dry with each other if we don't know them so when I came back to like to Western I was like I'm gonna try to do that I'm gonna like push myself to just be more kind to everyone and be more encouraging and supportive so I talked I was talking to the instructor and she's like oh I'm sorry like someone stayed who shouldn't have been there and I'm like whatever it's it happens and as I'm walking out I tell like I look at everyone and I kind of just say everyone have a good workout like you got this or whatever and I just got the blankest faces ever like not one person <laughs> everyone um, was just staring at me awkwardly and I just realized that I'm not in Puerto Rico anymore and me <laughs> me trying to be more friendly and like very encouraging is not I don't know it just doesn't really work in America but it was just so funny like I, I left so embarrassed I thought it was so funny and yeah but yeah. okay it's it's funny <laughs> it's okay mm-hmm. I don't need pity but it's just funny <laughs> yeah so that happened and I was just really embarrassed but it's okay I immediately called my friend afterwards and I'm like guess what just happened to me and she, she made fun of me for it for the rest of the term. For me, I guess, like, from embarrassing stories, I can only think of, like, one embarrassing instance, I guess. But so my friend and I, we were coming back from hanging out in Salem. And we decided to go through the work because we both lived in Um, And it was raining outside, so I was wearing my rain boots. And we were going down the stairs, like, the stairs that are right next to Cafe Allegro. And I tripped really badly. Like, it was really, really bad. And, like, my friend just starts, like, laughing, um, because I guess I, like, fell dramatically. But it was, like, pretty scary, not going to lie. And so then I got a bruise, like, whatever. And then that was, like, a joke that I fell on the stairs. And then later that week, we were at the gym, and I was on the stair machine, and I also fell and got a bruise. So for, like, a long time, that was, like, a running joke that, like, me (sighs) and the stairs had, like, a thing where I would just, like, fall all the time. um. But that's, like, I don't know, it's, like, not that embarrassing. And that's, that's so funny. That's <laughs> one of the things that I feel that hasn't really happened yet is, like, falling in front of someone else or something. I always think I'm, like, I'm, like, waiting for the day I, like, trip in front of people here at Western. So it's funny that it's happened to you more than once, and you've only had two full terms. at <laughs> Yeah. And I got bruises from both of them. That's too. funny. That concludes the end of our episode. Make sure to follow <laughs> us on Instagram and like our Facebook page at Mechalebu if you haven't already. Feel free to reach out if you have any questions, concerns, or need someone to talk to. There we'll keep you updated on the latest stuff from our chapter. And that's M-E-C-H-A-D-E W O U. Mecha Thanks for letting Thanks for listening to y Conviviendo. Before we go, please show some support by leaving us a review on whatever platform you're listening on and sharing this episode with your friends. Then stay tuned for next week's episode. Stay safe, take care of each other by practicing social distancing and make sure to check in on your loved ones. Until next time.